Welcome to Land Life, a podcast for North Coast landholders by North Coast Local Land Services. We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands on which we live, work and play. From Bunjalung, Gitabal and Gumbangia country in the north, to Yagel, Dungadi and Biripai country in the south, we pay respects to the people and elders, past, present and emerging, across all the countries on which we work, and extend that respect to Aboriginal people listening to this podcast. Travelling Stock Reserves, or TSRs, are parcels of land managed by local land services across the state. On the north coast, we have 385 TSRs that are used for grazing, managed for biodiversity conservation, or used for low-impact recreation. In today's episode of Land Life, Gabrielle Blackwell and Sam Hand of North Coast Local Land Services talk about how we manage TSRs, and Gabrielle catches up with a landholder to talk about her family's experience in managing a TSR. Hi Sam, thanks for coming in today. Um, Not everyone knows that the North Coast still has public travelling stock reserves, so I'm hoping you can share a little bit of information about them with us. Thanks, Gabrielle. Um, Travelling stock reserves are essentially a a parcel of Crown land uh, reserved for stock purposes. Um, they've been reserved back you know, starting in the 1800s for purposes around stock camping, stock watering and, and stock movement through the landscape. Mm-hmm. Uh, regionally in the North Coast, we've got about 385 individual travelling stock reserves. Um, mostly there is a mix of grazing and high conservation value um, across the region. Although we don't use the travelling stock reserves for their traditional purpose of moving stock through the landscape. So we still use them for for, for grazing purposes, uh, so for short-term and long-term purposes, um, as well as apiary. Um, And there's also a range of conservation and biodiversity values on the TSRs as well. There's a lot of uh, cultural connection to country for First Nations people on TSRs, which is extremely valuable, um, and emergency usage as well. But there's also a lot of recreation that gets uh, carried out on TSRs too. All right, thanks, Sam. I noticed that in 2019, we started a new plan of management for the travelling stock reserves across the state, and it's to help local land services manage and improve the travelling stock reserves for everyone. I'm wondering um, if you could talk a little bit about that plan of management and what it is we're hoping to improve on the travelling stock reserves to make them more useful to everybody. Yeah, yeah. So the the new statewide plan of management provides a bit of a framework for local land services to to undertake current day management on the travelling stock reserves. It it clearly highlights some of the key functions of a travelling stock reserve, which is really important. Um, which is obviously there's agricultural uses in there and stock usages, and that is a lot of the traditional usage of those reserves that still is carried out across the state. But it does really highlight for us in current day management, the importance of biodiversity and managing the biodiversity aspects of travelling stock reserves, but also identifying the cultural aspects and and both European and Aboriginal um, on travelling stock reserves and ensuring that uh, those opportunities are provided for First Nations people um, to undertake cultural practices on travelling stock reserves where appropriate. And also, as you said, there's European history on those reserves as well and there's recreational opportunities for people to use those reserves. There is, yeah. So it highlights the the need to investigate and just explore various opportunities for recreational activities. Um, you know, historically, 
usage of, of TSRs uh, for recreational purposes has been fairly varied um, and, it, and it highlights what's appropriate usage and what isn't. So motorised usage not being appropriate, but but certainly you know more passive recreation being appropriate on a reserve and, and encouraging um, opportunities for that, that type of activity. So what sort of things would fall under that passive recreation that people can do on the travelling stock reserves if they're just members of the public and they're not our graziers and people that are using it for stock. Anyone can access a travelling stock reserve during the daylight hours. Those activities could look, you know, generally passive activities, things like bird watching and picnicking and fishing uh, where, where that's allowed um, within season. And um, and, and the, those more soft activities, um, motorised activities, definitely not uh, something that's that's allowable and, and, and typically, um, you know, overnight camping and things like that aren't things that, uh, that are allowed on travelling stock reserves either. During the drought, and sometimes uh, during floods and also after the fires, we get a lot of inquiries about using the travelling stock reserves for grazing. So could you talk just a little bit about some of the opportunities for people to use those travelling stock reserves for their their cattle and what it means to have some of those emergency reserves available? Yeah, so the emergency reserve network, there are there are designated TSRs that are emergency reserves, mm-hmm. but essentially all travelling stock reserves sort of fit into that category in in some way or another. Um, essentially, the typical emergencies that, that they're available for is either flood emergency, bushfire, or for drought refuge. Um, uh, certainly on the north coast, uh, one of our key areas, we're having a, uh, we have a lot of flood emergencies, mm-hmm. so they provide higher ground for people to move stock to uh, in the event of a, of a flood and if their if their paddocks are going to go under. Um, so that that's sort of a fairly high use for us, but also during uh, recent droughts as well, um, we we made a number of the TSRs available for short term grazing for people to move stock onto to for fodder. Just for yeah, just for some brief respite during the drought. Yeah, yeah, which was uh, yeah, very well taken up by the local agricultural community. Yes, I remember we get we were getting a lot of calls about it. So, Sam, if people want to know more about recreation or, or other sorts of uses of the travelling stock reserves, as well as stock grazing permits, what's the best way for them to find that information? So there's a fantastic amount of information on the on the local land services website. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people just search for travelling stock reserves within there, they can find the statewide plan of management, which is quite a well written document. It's not a, yep. it's it's quite uh, digestible for people, but also they can just bring their local land services office and uh, and ask. Terrific! Oh, thanks very much, Sam. We're looking forward to doing a few more on the travelling stock reserves, and we're going to speak to someone that has a current grazing permit, and we might look at uh, some of the other activities that have been happening there over the last twelve months. Next time we talk. Fantastic. Sam and Gabrielle work behind the scenes to manage the TSRs on the north coast, and one of the people they work with is landholder Shana. Shana recently went through the process of applying for a management agreement permit and caught up with Gabrielle to talk about her experience and what the TSR permit means for her family. So thanks for joining me, Shana. Thank you, Gabrielle. It's lovely to chat with you. Shana, maybe you could share with me why you put the application in and what it is you get from being able to use the TSR. Well, Gabrielle, I actually didn't even realise that we could apply for the management permit. and. Um, it really only occurred to us when our son came to us <clears throat> in his mid-twenties and he said, I'd really like to continue the Goddard family um, tradition in Hanani. And um, my husband and I were really excited, but Aww. actually then 
we got a little bit concerned about the size of our farm because we come from a larger family farm in Hanani to a smaller family farm and it was more or less a retirement option and we suddenly became concerned about how our son could actually make Montrose at 350 acres which is for a beef cattle farm in our district it's probably not viable as a standalone enterprise. So we started to say to him, well, maybe you can do a bit of beef cattle farming and work off farm as well and seek other employment opportunities. And um, he said, oh, I'd really love to concentrate on growing my own herd and um, getting some cows. And just by chance, a neighbour told us about the TSR and we applied for the management um, permit mm -hmm. and when we were successful, this was in 2016, it actually allowed our son to say, okay, I'm going to go to Tocal and do a cert three and four in agriculture and I'll start buying a few cows and deciding if, if um, farming, beef cattle farming is actually for me. So it made our enterprise viable. Just by that extra piece of land being available. That's exactly right yeah. because by our district standards, our actual farm isn't quite big enough, but it was great as a retirement option. And it was actually, uh, it's been in the family, oh gosh, probably a 100 years. It's my husband's great aunt's property. Oh, so you've got some real family history there. Yes. yes. So Shana, having access to the TSR from what you've said then allows your son to farm full-time because he's got that little bit of extra land that makes your property plus the TSR a viable enterprise. Absolutely. Yeah. And it gives him the opportunity to understand about grazing and the need to spell country at times and the need to feed when times are tough. And just really it's been a fabulous opportunity to teach him about working on the land and what it really involves and how it's difficult in a drought and how you need to learn to manage your cattle and your grass and your resources sustainably. And he's really, um, he's risen to the occasion and he did a really oh, good right. job in the 2019 yeah. drought. So yes, and we managed to um, survive the, the bushfire that hit our district as well and um, he was very fortunate in that um, he was able to save existing fences um, from the TSR, around the TSR as well. So that was great. Shana, thanks so much for joining me today and sharing your family's story and, and telling us a little bit about how you use the, the Travelling Stock Reserve. I'm really pleased you were able to join me. So thank you. Thanks, Gabrielle. It was lovely chatting with you today. To learn more about TSRs, you can visit the local land services website or call 1300 795 299 for your nearest office. This podcast is jointly funded through North Coast Local Land Services and the Australian Government's National Land Care Program. Mm -hmm.